equipped and empowered, uh, is equipped and qualified to testify. Amen. And uh, as an um, introduction to my sermon, I have three questions that I have for you this morning. So firstly, what do you think causes us to testify about Jesus? And the answer is, it is our faith in Jesus. Secondly, how do you think that we come to have faith in Jesus? And the answer to that is by believing in him. Thirdly, how does someone believe in Jesus? And the answer to that is by having a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus himself. So a personal encounter with Jesus, it equips us with a testimony and it sends us out to tell everyone we meet about that encounter that we have with the Lord Jesus. A true encounter with Jesus, it, it simply, we simply cannot keep to ourselves. It sends us out and it moves us to tell everyone out there about that encounter. We become the hands and the feet of uh, the Lord Jesus to go out into the world and to make disciples of all the nations out there. If you have your Bibles here with you, uh, with you, please read the following scripture with me. If you don't have your Bibles with you, then the scripture will be projected on the projector behind me. Okay, I'm just waiting for the scripture, but let me just read it. It's from John 4, verse 39, and it is from the NIV version. Mine is from the NIV version. You can use whichever one you'd like. Okay, and it says, Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. So may God bless his word as we go deeper into it today. Amen. So there are three points from the scripture that we are going to have a closer look at this morning. Firstly, it's the Samaritan woman. Second, it is the testimony. And third, it is why they believed in him. Okay, so while the men are away on camp, let's talk about the woman. <laughs> I'm only joking. It's not just about, yeah, it's about women, but more specifically, it's about the Samaritan woman that Jesus met at the well. Okay, so taking us back, historically, the Jewish people, they attempted to instruct the Samaritans in the Jewish te teachings, but, the, but still the Samaritans, they retained their idolatrous customs. They preferred a mixture of a religion uh, of uh, Judaism and idolatry. So universally, the, Samar the Samaritans, the Jews, uh, despised the Samaritans. So when Jesus first spoke to the woman at the well, she wondered why a Jewish man 
would speak to a Samaritan woman. He was breaking a cultural taboo, uh, especially because of both race and gender. This proves that a personal encounter with Jesus is not only for certain types of people. Back then, women were regarded as inferior. Their opinions were considered worthless and they did not qualify as credible eyewitnesses. Many rabbis believed that it was a waste of time to speak to a woman and even if that woman was one's wife. And some of them even thought that it was wrong to teach the woman the Torah or the law of God. But Jesus believed that women have just as much right to learn the scriptures as men uh, do and to engage in theological conversation as men do. And um, I think, you know, that ex just that conversation that he had with the Samaritan woman at the well can prove that to us because they had quite a long theological conversation. So he considered women on an equal level as men when it came to scriptures and theological conversations. Although the Samaritan woman played such a pivotal role in the book of John, her name was never mentioned. And to add to all this, she was not a reputable woman. Her character was uh, uh, questionable, especially because of her history with men. She was married five times, and the man that she was currently with was not even her husband. So just imagine what her mess her life was. The society that she lived in deemed her an outcast, and she, they disapproved of the way that she lived. That was the reason why she appeared at the well at midday in the scorching sun when no one else was expected to be at the well. So why do you think that Jesus chose her? Jesus could have chosen anyone at any time. But why did Jesus choose this woman to speak to at the well? In Acts 10 verse uh, 34, the Bible tells us that God is no respecter of persons. He shows no bias or favoritism towards anyone. We are all equal in his eyes. And God sees our heart. He is not fixated on our past mistakes. He is concerned about our future and our eternal life only. He is not looking to touch only people from a certain race, gender, age, and so on. Jesus could have chosen anyone to speak to anywhere and at any time, but he chose to speak to the Samaritan woman at that well, at that, very, uh, at that very moment. And I believe that it was not a coincidence that he chose this woman to speak to that day. The Samaritan woman was con uh, considered to be lowly and to, uh, and to be foolish by the people of her town. But the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 27 that God chooses the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. He chooses the weak things of this world to shame the strong. He chooses the lowly things of this world and the despised things of this world and the things that are to nullify the things that are not so that no one can boast on their own strength or their own wisdom. The Samaritan woman encountered Jesus at the well and her life changed forever. 
She did not keep her testimony to herself. She went out into the town and she told everyone that she met about her encounter with Jesus. Which brings me to the question, what will it take for each and every one of us who have encountered Jesus to go out into Midrand and to speak to everyone that we meet about Jesus? And what will it take for you to testify about Jesus to every person that you meet out there today? Which takes me to our second point, which is the testimony. When we have a personal encounter with Jesus, we always have an inner, drastic, instant transformation. In John 4, Jesus met with the Samaritan woman at the well. He asked her for a drink of water, but she questioned the fact that he was Jewish and she was a Samaritan woman. For Jews never associated themselves with Samaritans. Jesus promised her living water to quench her thirst so that she will never thirst again. And she wanted that living water because she did not want to thirst again. The living water that she was talking about was the gift of the Holy Spirit, which would later be received after Jesus' death, resurrection, and glorification. We see this confirmed in John 7, verse 37 to 39, when Jesus says that whoever believes in me that rivers of living water will flow from within them. And he explained to them further that the living water is the spirit that will be received by those who believe in him. When Jesus walked the earth, the Holy Spirit dwelt within him. And when the Samaritan woman encountered him at the well, the Holy Spirit touched her and her life instantly changed. She was equipped with a powerful testimony which led many people to believe in Jesus. We also see in Acts 9 how Saul had a similar experience with the Lord Jesus as, um, as a Samaritan woman at the well. Saul hated Christians and he persecuted them until he had a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus on the road to Damascus. He was blinded for three days until he arrived in Damascus where his eyesight was restored. When Saul was filled with the Holy Spirit, something like scales fell off his eyes and all of a sudden he could see again. Saul's name was changed to Paul and he went about preaching everywhere. After several days, he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. And he went around proving that Jesus is the Messiah. Paul wrote the most number of books in the New Testament in comparison to all the other disciples. We become equipped with boldness and empowered with confidence in Christ when, uh, that we never had before to tell everyone uh, after that about our encounter with Jesus. Our testimonies become authentic because <coughs> our testimonies become authentic because of our encounter with Jesus and receiving the Holy Spirit, who is the one who does the work of conviction and who does the work of uh, conversion within the people that we reach out to. The purpose of our testimony is to lead other people to believe and to receive their own salvation. <coughs> 
We are equipped with our testimonies and we are qualified with our encounter with our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, to go out into the world and to make disciples of all the nations out there. She didn't need the, to go to Bible study. She didn't need to wait for discipleship classes. She didn't even know about the Great Commission. But so great was her encounter with the Lord Jesus that she went out immediately to tell everybody about her experience with the Lord Jesus. It was through Paul's preaching. It was only, sorry, it was only through this one woman's testimony that so many Samaritans from our town believed in Jesus. And it was only through Paul's testimony and writing of all those books in the New Testament that so many people came to the knowledge of Christ and who were saved. We are no different from the Samaritan woman and from Paul. We may not have the same encounter as uh, the woman at the well with Jesus or as Paul on the road to Damascus, but each and every day, each and every one of us, we have our own personal encounter with the Lord Jesus. That is through prayer in our silent time with the Lord and um, uh, even through his word. And yet we withhold our testimonies not realizing how many people we could have led to believe and to become saved through Jesus. So please, church, let's not waste another minute. If you have encountered Jesus, and chances are that you have, then take the first step today. Just tell someone about Jesus and what he has done for you and about the wonderful gift that you have received from him through the Holy Spirit. There are so many people that are out there that are hungry and who are thirsty and who need a desperate touch from God. There are so many people who need salvation, who don't even know God. So your uh, testimony could change their lives forever. Which brings us to the question, what is it that is withholding you from giving your testimony, for going out into the world and testifying to every person about the Lord Jesus. And secondly, when was the last time that you testified about Jesus, about your encounter with him to anyone that you met? Which brings me to the third point and my final point, which is why did they believe? The Samaritan woman and a whole village, the whole town, they all believed. Firstly, Jesus promised the woman living water. That can be seen in John 4, verse 13 to 15. I'm just checking if it's up there. So Jesus said to the Samaritan woman that whoever drinks the water from the well will thirst again. But he promised that whoever drinks the water that he gives will never thirst again. The woman wanted the living water that Jesus offered her because she didn't want to thirst again. The water that Jesus promised the Samaritan woman is actually the Holy Spirit who quenches those of us who are spiritually thirsty. Secondly, Jesus promised eternal life and that's also confirmed in John 4 verse 13 to 15. Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, that the water gives, that the water which he gives, which is the Holy Spirit, will give them eternal life. 
everyone who receives the Holy Spirit also receives the hope of eternal life in Jesus Christ. Amen. Thirdly, she told him that Jesus told her everything about her life and that he could be the Messiah. That is in John 4, verse 27 to 30. When Jesus started telling the Samaritan woman about the details of her life, she said that she can see that he is a prophet and she said that she knows that the Messiah or Christ is still coming. But Jesus declared to her that he is the Messiah. And so when the woman testified to the people that Jesus told her everything about himself, about herself and that he could be the Messiah, the people realized that this could not just be an ordinary man. And so they believed. Fourth point is during the encounter with Jesus, she received the Holy Spirit. I believe that more than any of the above points, it was the empowerment of the Holy Spirit within the Samaritan woman that convinced the people and made them to believe in Jesus. The Samaritan woman became a witness and a vessel through which the Holy Spirit worked and touched the hearts of all those people in the town. Each and every one of us who have encountered Jesus and who have received the Holy Spirit uh, are no different from the Samaritan woman. Our testimonies are as powerful and as, uh, as convincing as the testimony that the Samaritan woman had. The same spirit that she received and encountered with the Lord, as she encountered the Lord Jesus, is the same spirit that each and every one of us receive when we encounter the Lord Jesus. Those people that the Samaritan woman testified to believed, but there will be those who will refuse to believe uh, uh, or be convinced those who cannot be convinced on our own strength and who simply will not believe. Please, church, don't allow that to discourage you from, from continuing to testify to other people about uh, the Lord Jesus. Bear in mind that we are mere, mere vessels that God uses to spread the gospel. We are just his hands and we are his feet. And the Holy Spirit is the one that convicts us of sin and, convert, uh, and causes that conversion within people. He is the one that convinces us of the truth and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So you don't need to stress yourself. You don't need to pound on people. You don't need to Bible bash anyone into believing that the Lord Jesus, he is our Lord and our Savior. We should just rest in the power of the Holy Spirit who is at work in each and every one of us. If we have Jesus and the Holy Spirit, then we have the power of the Holy Spirit in each and every one of us. And so, our purpose as those of us who have encountered the Lord Jesus and who have a testimony to share is to simply open up our hearts and to allow God to work within us and just leave the rest to the Holy Spirit to do his work within us, amen. Amen. So in conclusion, I want to remind you once more that a personal encounter with Jesus is all that we need to be equipped and to be qualified to testify about him. We do not need to keep, please do not keep your testimony to yourself. We are saved to save, to lead other people to receive their own salvation. 
So the inner transformation within us after the encounter with the Lord gives us the boldness and the confidence and everything that we need to stand up and to speak out to every person out there about our encounter with the Lord Jesus. Allow the Holy Spirit to work through you. Take that first step today. Just tell someone after church about what Jesus has done for you. Some people, like I said, they may not believe, plus, but please do not allow that to discourage you from testifying to other people about your encounter with the Lord Jesus. All we need to be, all, all we need to do is to be willing to be vessels for God to use us to spread the gospel and to allow, and just allow God to do the rest. Which brings me to the question, can you make a commitment today for God to use you as a vessel? Can you allow the Lord to use you as a vessel today? Amen.